Hello, everyone, and welcome in to the Dan K Show presents. We got a we got a bit of a red zone situation. We got seven boxes up on the screen right now. For those of you who are listening to the audio only format, just picture a giant Zoom room full of some of the coolest people in junior hockey. But in order to get to all of them, I have to get to someone else. In his mind, he is the coolest person in junior hockey because there's no one else quite like him. It's Dan K, the Dan K Show. Dan, welcome in. I don't like how short that intro was. You know, usually you build me up a bit more. I'm a guy who, you know, uh, words of affirmation would probably be my love language if I really put it on a chart and charted this out. So I really, I really would like to be affirmed a bit more as you start these things off. I'll take it for now. Lucas right now, I think he's in Studio H, he said today. We've been all over the planet to kick this season off, but there is no better place in USPHL Nation right now than the Potomac to Pueblo pipeline. That's what we're calling it right here. That's an alliteration for those of you literary and English majors out there. That's the Pueblo Potomac pipeline, the Potomac Pueblo pipeline, whatever you want to call it. It is breeding success in the game of hockey, none more than a story that we are dropping today. But before we drop the story, before we introduce in these two superstars who we're going to be talking about tendering here, and not chicken tendering, which I did a lot of that this weekend. I ate way too many chicken tenders. I tell you, it's bad for your diet. Let's introduce in first. This guy's on my right side here in the Brady Bunch-style Zoom room on my end of it. We call him Tunes. This guy sings to his own tune. He whistles to his own home. This guy is a winner through and through. This is a young man who's helped put together one of the most electric atmospheres in junior hockey. Tyler Toonberg, what's going on, Tunes? How we doing, Ben? Doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on. And obviously, uh, it's been a little bit since uh, since we've chatted. So, no, uh, good to be on and good to, to obviously have this be the topic. We're excited. Yeah, and this is probably the longest Lucas and I have gone without talking to Tunes in a while. I have been missing him. We had to get him back in a room. We're excited to have him here today. And another male we're excited to have here today who reached out to start this conversation, who's done such an incredible job building an organization in a way that you can be proud of at any level of this game of junior hockey. Watching the growth in the building there. In, in his hometown, watching him take this rink to the next level, this organization to the next level, has been one of our most incredible stories to watch. We got a chance to talk to him two years ago. We kind of, you know, look, do we take credit for the Dan K. Bump saying it was going to happen? Did they do all the work? Yes. Did we say that they were doing it? Also, yes. So maybe we get some of the credit. RJ, what's going on, babe? RJ Ziegler. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Um... Appreciate the uh, the intro there. I think I got a way better one than Dan did today, so I'll I'll uh, I'll take that for sure. Definitely before uh, before you go any further, though, I want to make sure that uh, you know. Obviously, I really appreciate everything you just said, but this is a team thing. Josh, Alex, my partner Sean, Mike, Shelley, everybody who's working with the program. Like this is a this is a team thing. This is definitely not one person doing everything. I'd have lost my mind by now if I was trying to do that. Never said Dan, Lucas. So you remember words of affirmation. Never <clears throat> mentioned me and just how well things are going. I haven't done anything for him. But, again, you know, we just words of affirmation. RJ, we'll be talking to you in a bit. Let's introduce in the two guys behind the bench. I'm gonna. It, this is, you know, we're talking about alliterations. We got Grossi and Gratz right here. These guys could have their own TV show at this point. We love watching these guys behind the bench. First, Josh Gratton, let's introduce you in. A coach who has helped just as much behind the bench 
as behind the scenes putting these rosters together each year. This Potomac team on the rise, continually dominating this season. How are we doing, Gretz? I'm good. Thanks for having us. Uh, we're excited for uh, everything that's going on right now, so appreciate you bringing us on here. And now we go to the right. This is a man who the first time we interviewed the Potomac Patriots made the mistake of talking about the hands of Coach Gratz, who reminded him they're still just as heavy as he grabbed him during our first podcast. This guy also late to the rink in his last Dan K show broadcast for the second half of hockey, leaving Coach Gratz to do all the work on the bench while he fetched himself a cup of coffee and had a leisurely stroll with Lucas Jones at the Dan K show. Coach Gross, what's going on, Alex? I'm doing well. How's it going? It is going Sorry. good. Did you get in? I, RJ said he was just joking about being upset about you getting to the bench. Did you get in trouble when you got back from the showcase in Raleigh? Oh, no. That's that's part of my role on the team. I'm assistant coach, but I keep it light on the bench, make sure everyone's having fun. And at the end of the day, they're playing a game. So if these kids aren't smiling and having fun, they're not going to play well. So whatever it takes. And now that translates perfectly into the next two gentlemen we have to introduce in. And these are the guys that we're here for today, not just talking about themselves, but talking about this Potomac and Pueblo pipeline that is growing in the NCDC, in the USPHL premiere. We're calling these young men the Super Marchionauk Twins. If you want to watch the most electric power play in the country right now, watch these two young men on the wings with the puck, without the puck, whatever they got to do. The thing finds the back of the net. I think they're at like 111% success rate in the power play this season. Something stupid along those lines. It's just so good right now. We've got Matt Svey and we've got Simeon. Gentlemen, what's going on? The tender to Pueblo coming up here. How are you two feeling? Uh, hello, everyone. It's uh, actually it's a good time. It's a great emotions. Uh, we are excited to play in the Pueblo and uh, win this uh, championship with Pueblo. We're ready to go. Now, we look at this. You guys, I feel like you're getting to a point now this season where you're expecting three points a game. You're expecting four points a game. Can you kind of allude to what a successful game is for you guys now at this premier level? Where, where do you guys kind of draw the line on what you expect out of yourselves each and every day? Uh, so, I don't know how we collect so many points every game, but we know we have... Uh, lots of opportunity we, we know like communication between us so you know our opportunity in every game every practice now guys you, you talk about this move to Pueblo it obviously comes due to the success on the ice I've also heard a lot about your guys success off the ice in the gym working out each and every day I, I hear you guys are like doing pull-ups with 100, 100 pound weights strapped to you things like that I, I hear that we got some like like prime time, like athletic ability going on in the gym. Can you kind of walk us through a, a day in your life here and what you guys put in off the off the ice as well? Yeah, honestly, on the preseason game before uh, this season, we were working out at, at home on the basement all summer, just a couple months in the gym every day, just two or three hours. And it's uh, we get ready on this season and we have a good prime on this season. It's good. Now, so you guys are telling me two to three hours. I've been doing a two to three minutes a day in the gym, and I haven't been seeing the results. I've been spending about two to three hours on the couch eating pizza, though. Like, we'll, we'll, maybe, Lucas, maybe we'll, we'll mix those up a, bit, a little bit. Yeah, I love that it's just two to three hours a day in the gym, you know, only. So, just you know, not a big hours. deal. 
And, you know, it's a smooth, I mean, it's like, those are Gratz numbers right there. It's another guy who we, we know puts in the work and has put it in his whole career on and off the ice as well. Let's go to Coach Gratz real quick. I want to talk to you. I mean, these guys, obviously, not just the prowess on the ice, but they are athletes, right? They are athletes first. They're guys who are built to play at the next level of the game. Can you kind of talk about what you've seen from them in the gym, on the ice, and, and how fun it is coaching these guys? Yeah, since, since day one, they've came in and they, they come to practice, come to, come to the game to prepare it every day. So it's fun to watch them, watching them develop in their growth. It's uh, it's really a, a team effort and with everybody around them, uh, Jim, Johnny, Johnny CC, all the team and management and everything like that. It's pushing them to get to the next level, but their work ethic is second to none. So it's, it's really fun to watch uh, how, how hard they work. Now, now, Grossi, you look at these two guys and, and the, the battle that they put in for you. I mean, I got to imagine a guy who, who teaches a lot of the skills of the game, who works on all ends of the ice here with the, these guys around the country. Are these the two best players you guys have seen walk through the doors in Potomac? I mean, just how good are they for folks around the country? Yeah, I think when they, they came to us, they're probably the two two most skilled players that we've ever got. Have had to you know work with them, teach them a bit. Uh, you know, how to play more of the North American game. We got Matt started to hit this year. He actually leads our team in hits. He's a, he's a secret killer, that guy. And, I mean, they're both such athletes. Athletes, I think Tyler's going to like like seeing them in the gym off the ice. I think Simon's got like a 37-inch vertical. Um, it's they're, they're pretty ridiculous, but their work ethic, you know, from the start of last year when we got them to now, they've come a long way. They've improved a lot, and it's due to the hard work that they put in skills off ice in the gym on ice day to day they're not stopping so it's good to see now guys to the marshnock twins here can you kind of talk about alex just mentioned getting used to the north american game how has that gone for you since getting here to potomac putting this work in this season how is that game translated for you and how different really is it than, than what you're used to uh, yeah, first season in america it was uh, so difficult we didn't know english so we coaches help us and uh, players also who knows uh, English also help us and uh, we um, we try to communication with uh, American guys uh, to improve our English and uh, who played us in the last year Russian guys or Ukrainian guys who knows English and uh, Russian language uh, they help uh, have helped us on uh, translate and we improve our hockey skills and uh, hockey off ice and gym and everything. I want, to, I want everyone at home to understand just how in sync these two are right there. That was an assist on the answer to the question. Like that was, that was set up right there, driven home. Great work, gentlemen. I mean, and you can see, I mean, there's something that comes with playing together for so many years of growing up through this game together and then having it translate in onto the ice at the next level. And, and RJ, before we go to Tunes and talk about that at the Tier 2 level and, and Pueblo tendering these guys and bringing these guys in, I want to talk to you a little bit about just this this partnership that's kind of bloomed between yourselves and Pueblo. And can you, I mean, how did this come to fruition? How did, how did you guys think this up? And how does it all work for a parent, for a player at home looking to make a decision on where to play hockey? How does this whole Potomac to Pueblo pipeline work? Okay. So first of all, here's your words of affirmation. Um, you, so you were the, I, I actually came to you because I, I asked you, I said, you know, you, you, you had come in contact with lots of these different teams. You talk to everybody, 
you know, can you can you give me your opinion on like who gives you a good vibe that's a good person, right? Like there's going to be lots of good programs out there. And you gave me a few names, um, but, uh, you know, and, and we did a little, you know, research on everything, but pretty much from the get go, um, from from conversation one, uh, I had a really good feeling about uh, the type of person and the type of program that Tyler and Pueblo are. And, you know, everything that we, we had great conversations as to this is what we'd like to do. We don't want this to be just something that gets put on a piece of paper. We'd like there to really be something to this. Um, we would really like to be able to know that when we're, when, when we've developed a player beyond the, what, you know, where we are, you know, we're a stepping stone in hockey, um, when we've developed a player that deserves the opportunity, or in this case, players that deserve the opportunity to play at the next level, we, we want to know that where we're sending them, they're going to have the same type of people that are looking out for their best interests, that are giving them good opportunity. Um, and so they those players can trust that that organization and can trust those people the way that they trusted us. And I think that for future players, um, you know, knowing that you know, Hey, this, you know, this is something where, you know, when you get to that level and you, and you're ready for that opportunity, they're going to send you to a place that will take care of you. Uh, and, and I think that's what we were looking for from it. And I think that I don't want to speak for Tyler, but my opinion would be that they were looking at it. Like we want to make sure we're getting good kids, hardworking players, we want to know that these players that they're sending us are not going to be issues off the ice. They're not going to come with baggage. They're going to be focused. They're going to do that extra work. Maybe it's not always three hours a day in the gym, but it's, you know, it, they're, they're good kids that are focused on hockey, want to make the team that they play for better. And I think that that's the type of players that we try to send uh, to Pueblo. So, And then you look at it, from Tune side of things. And this is a team in Pueblo. We've spent a lot of time in the city of Pueblo. We have eaten an amount of sloppers that'll probably be the lifetime amount of caloric intake that the Martianoc twins have had to take in in bad food their entire lives because we have eaten a lot of sloppers. RJ, if you've not gotten out there and tried to slopper, you gotta do it. Slopper in a schooner, you get out there to, to the Coors Bar, it's a great time. I don't even but know what a slopper is. You'll have to learn. We, we, maybe Toons can teach us on this show. Maybe we'll learn what a slopper is out there in Pueblo. But it's a great city. It's a great fan base. And we walk into a raucous packed barn each and every night. Like when we get out there in Pueblo, it is such an atmosphere you guys have created, Tyler. This is an idea that came together with a bunch of young hockey buddies who thought they could do this the right way. And you guys are doing it led by none other than the great Jerry Wilhite, who is just, you want to talk about RJ level of great leadership, Sean level of great leadership. Uh, Mr. Wilhite's right there as well. And he dresses as a cowboy every time we come out. Tunes from the Pueblo side of this, what was it that made you think, you know, Potomac is a great option for a partner, a great pipeline for us to create. And can you kind of introduce maybe the Potomac fans or the people thinking about playing at Potomac or getting involved in this, Introduce them to what the Pueblo Bulls are all about. What's the mission statement? What, what's going on out there in Pueblo at the Tier 2 level? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, obviously a uh, ton to unpack there. I think obviously stealing a page out of RJ's book here, you know, it's uh, it's all hands on deck. And I think you guys have been out here. You've seen what we've done. Um, the building looks phenomenal. We've made a ton of, you know, additions. I think obviously for us here in Pueblo, we want to do things the right way. We, you know, provide structure and professionalism. I think with everything we do, um, you know, I, I'm not in the gym two to three hours a day, but giving these guys the development tools that they need um, and, you know, touching on what RJ and Alex, and Josh have said, right? Like if a, a player is ready to move on to this level, wants to continue their their natural, um, you know, development and growth, um, that's what we're here to do. And I think it's important, right? You look at uh, the affiliation here with us at Potomac, um, there's a ton of similarities in our program, ton of similarities in the values that they have, the way they treat their players, um, and obviously going that extra mile. So uh, for for Simeon and Mafia, you guys are, are in for uh, an opportunity here in front of a, a raucous crowd, right? But I think obviously See, this is when the real work starts. Um, we do do things a little bit, uh, a little bit different here in the West, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. So we're excited for this. And with that, the Marshnock Twins tendered by the Pueblo Bulls, and this is such an exciting partnership to kind of watch take off and to watch these two organizations continue to grow. Lucas, I've gotten my kudos. I've kept you silent for an official twenty-three minutes here. I, I think that that's a win for me, but I I'll let you in here. Why don't you ask some questions? Why don't you kind of dig in a little bit? What do you got for the folks here, Lucas? Well, I want to I want to stick with with tunes to start here. Uh, you look at you look at the tier two level, um, and you know the the thing we always hear from coaches is that a little bit faster, a little bit more physical, especially the way you guys you know play out west. We know there's a ton of physicality. What do you guys see that the Marshanock Twins can can bring to your team? Do you feel like it's a day one addition? Do you feel like there's that that kind of trademark adjustment period? What are you guys feeling from them? Yeah, no, and I think it's it's definitely fair to um, you know look at the body of work that they put together. Obviously, at this this level, the NCDC level, there's a baseline of skill, right? But I think it's the intangibles that'll give them success, the dedication they have. Um, you know, making the transition from Europe to America, it, hockey is not easy, right? I think it's a little bit dirtier. We have a lot of you know, it's a little bit grittier, right? I, I don't think dirty is the word, but again, looking at what they have, uh, and you know, I. I I would love to see them obviously play games this year, right? I think that's in the cards and and gives us the opportunity to get them a taste. You know, getting them five to ten games is is probably realistic. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, you, you look at it right at the premier and the elite level. Potomac is the the most high high scoring team in in both leagues, right? So I think for us, uh, and and you guys watch a lot of hockey. If you score more goals than the other team, I think you're going to have some success, and they do that at a pretty crazy rate. So uh, obviously, great power play hands uh great basic skill set but i think again you, you grossly touched on it um you know playing the body right i watched the game on friday against uh uh, Hampton and right there's four minutes five minutes left in the game and we're finishing checks at the red line to get that buck deep that's huge right that's what makes a difference here uh end of the game right 45 seconds great time out by Gratz drew up a great play uh end up getting an empty net goal or tic-tac-toe right so I think for them it's unselfish but they're doing the little things right they're getting in on the four check they're hunting pucks great angles um so I think again you talk about a day one addition um you know for these two fellas we got something special and I'm happy with it yeah, and we've seen them. We've seen them play a couple of times. A couple of times in person, a lot on on flow hockey, and it it is. I think everything that you kind of just touched on there. And uh, we'll go to to Gratz and Gross next. Whoever kind of wants to take this one uh, is is certainly welcome to. But I think one of the the 
craziest things that we've seen from these two has been just the the natural ability on not just a power play, but in almost any rush situation, whether it's a three on two, even a, a three on three, there seems to be this otherworldly ability to to kind of find each other in open space. Um, is that something that is you know really hard to come by? Is that one of those things that kind of kind of shoots out at you as a defining characteristic? Well, with those two, they they always know where each other are. They they they've played with each other forever, so it's uh it, it's seamless for them. They always uh they always have have the instincts of where they're going to be and, and where to be. They do those little flip passes over these, and then one blows his own. They just know how to do it. It's uh it's fun to watch and easy to coach. So it's uh it's a privilege for me to coach those guys. Yeah, and gross. I mean, I, I guess the the other part of that for you is is you know, how much, how much coaching is there when it comes to the game day stuff? Is there enough of an instinct where you kind of, there's the joke going around about Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes where Patrick just yells at him, just get open. And he trusts Travis enough to get open. Do you feel like you trust these guys and your, your, your top players to kind of run the game? Yeah, definitely. I mean, what we do is we just give them the game plan that we want to follow and we know how our team likes to play. We like to play fast, good in transition and good in the ozone. And we let the players do the work once they get across the blue line. It's, you know, they got free reign and we trust them to make the right plays within the system limits and expectations that we set. And with, with these two specifically, I mean, they're just able to find the puck, find each other, move the puck quick, which is a big one for us. And if we're moving the puck quick, it's going to make other teams hard to defend against us. Now, uh, back over to the, the Marchinock twins here. I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking to others about you. Uh, you you've heard what everyone else kind of has to say about, about your play. And, you know, you've talked a little bit about adjusting to the game. Do you guys feel like there's any, any pressure on you that you deal with game in, game out, especially with how many points you tend to put up per game? No, we just play in, uh, on a team, teammates and yourself. Just we have a, a plan on the game coach said before game every time when you, when you need to do and we play in your self game and about points we just play hockey and realization your yourself moments i don't know just just trying to pass for each other for teammates and score a lot of goals or assist and team one i don't know you know <laughs> yeah no and the uh the one thing i'm always a little curious about is What's your, your pregame routine? No hockey players, very superstitious bunch. Everyone's got their routine. Uh, Matt Spey, Simeon, what are, what are your pregame routines? We, we can play lots of uh, games like sports, like uh, playing pool at home. Uh, we can swim. We, can do, we just try and our accuracy on the pool, it's like on the hockey, same. Uh, like for me, it's my, uh, I just, listening uh when i ca- when it come at the rink i just listen uh all music like before game and after game i try to do on my mind i i know what i want to do on the ice and before ice and the bench and it's i know what to do what's our favorite song right now what's the go what's like what's that one i don't have my favorite song but i listen only american music not okay. American country music, but American music. Oh, okay. Copy that. Copy that. Are Tay Swift fans? Are we Taylor Swift? Have we been following Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift at all? 
Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that. I like to hear that. Now, go ahead, Lucas. I'm sorry to jump in. I just. <clears throat> No, it's it's a multi-sport phenomenon, right? It's it's global whether you want it to be or not at this point. Um, RJ, I've got I've got one more for you here before I kick it back over to Dan. I mean, sure. you're you're interacting with these guys on the rink, off the rink. What is what is their their outside the ice presence like? You know, what's the what is what is that experience? Well, they're they're great kids. They've been great kids since they've got here. I mean, sometimes you you know you got to kind of take a step back and think like how far away and and not just them, but any of these guys that come from all over the world to play, like not just for us, but in the USPHL, think about how far these young kids come. They're on the other side of the globe from everything that they know and they come in and they're expected to just get comfortable and excel at a sport and maybe even be taking classes online, live with a family that you don't know. And sometimes we take for granted, like everything that we have, and it's it's just it's amazing to me that guys like the twins and other guys that we have in our program, they're able to be so mature and driven and focused and be able to continue to develop as athletes and as people so far away from home. And I think a lot of it goes that obviously so much credit goes to them for, for, for the strength to be able to do that for, to all these guys. But, you know, our billet families, um, you know, these two happen to live with Sean, um, but our billet families are so supportive. Um, you know, our billet coordinator, Heather, does an amazing job trying to get good families to host all of our kids that come and play for us. Um, but, you know, back, back to these two guys, like they're they're just they're good people and they're obviously good athletes. Um, you know, Sean and I's job is to try to provide everything for the coaches, for the coaches, you know, to provide everything for the players. And we try to do as best we can and the coaches try to do the best they can. But ultimately, whether kids excel and develop and move on is really dependent on their mental capacity to take advantage of everything that's in front of them. And these two have done just a phenomenal job doing that. And there's others also that are coming along and that, that are making noise as well. Um, but, you know, these two have just done a very good job being good people, being driven, being focused, um, you know, staying out of trouble and um, knowing why they're here and, and taking advantage of every opportunity that's been given to them. And, and we love it. We love watching it as well, right? Like so many times at, at the junior hockey level of the game, when we, we start to become the point guy, when we start to become the, the leader on the point sheet every night, it can get to our heads, right? We cannot, we might not be the best teammate in those moments. We might not be that locker room guy. But for the Marshanock Twins, for you gentlemen here with us today, we've gotten a chance to watch you guys, the way you interact during games. It's little things the scouts watch as well, or the Tyler Toonbergs are watching. Body language in a win or a loss. Body language on a good shift, the, the same way you get, bot, what, what's your body language on a bad shift, right? They're watching every moment of it. And... For the folks at home who haven't had a chance to see these two young guys play yet, you better turn on flow hockey. Whether they're playing in Potomac, whether they're playing in Pueblo, it is an absolute light show. These guys, we call them the Super Mario Bros or the Super Martianot Bros. They change the game. They take it to another level. And kind of just to, to wax poetic here for a moment on, on Potomac and Pueblo for the folks at home. For those of you still tuning in, listening here, hearing about this tender, hearing about this pipeline, there are 
there are very few times where we get a chance to be with two organizations we revere in such high regard. And to see what both of these organizations do so well, which is invest without the idea of $2 has to become 5 for me to invest. It's $2 just has to give me the $2 of value I know my organization needs. And we'll see what comes from there. We'll put in the work. We'll put in the effort. We'll staff correctly. We'll put the right bodies behind the bench. We'll put the right people taking tickets at the front door. We'll put the right person behind the wheel of the bus for the road trips. They do every little thing. You want to talk about Potomac bringing us into the RV. Sean and RJ slinging burgers and steaks and food each and every showcase they go to for their guys. You want to talk about Tunes and the Pueblo Bulls bringing us out. Jerry Wilhite writing a $1,000 check for the Jerry Wilhite Scholarship after our gear was stolen on a trip out on the road to the West. Like the little things that these organizations do, they're not about themselves. They're about the players that are going to come through the building, not just today, but down the road in the future of this game, throughout this pipeline agreement, throughout just their daily in and out. They've got the right people in the right places right here. And it creates stories like this one, like the Marshnock Twins going out, putting up a zillion and a half points this season already, getting an opportunity to assign a tender to a tier two tuition-free team out in Pueblo, Colorado. And I guess Tunes, let's we're getting towards the end of this thing. Before we, before we close out, Tunes, I want to talk to you real quick. This first year at the Tier 2 tuition-free level, the first year of the NCDC Mountain Division, how's it gone so far for the boys? How's it looked? And for someone who's not gotten a chance to check out a game yet, what's the level of play out here in this NCDC Mountain? Yeah, I'll be honest. I uh, I couldn't be happier with where things are at. Obviously, wins and losses are, uh, you know, a big piece of this. But in terms of the parity of the division, um, you know, you look at the results here. We've got multiple shootouts, multiple overtimes, multiple teams that are, are really kind of competing for that top spot in the division. So I couldn't be happier. I think obviously for us, uh, there was a ton of uh, ton of question marks around this, right? A lot of people didn't know what to expect. Obviously, with you know primarily the NCDC East being around for so long, um, little different flavor and i think honestly for for everything that's going on i couldn't be happier obviously our building is buzzing um but i think it's a great opportunity for the league and things have really taken off so i've been really really happy with where things are at and we will be out in idaho falls and we have some great content we're putting together we're working on something tunes we might ask you to act in a a little bit of a sitcom that we're creating i guess looks is a sitcom what would it be considered I, I think it's, I mean, I, I think it's a serious buddy cop drama. I thought that's the vibe we were going serious for. Serious buddy cop drama. So it's going to be called Law & Order SPUD. It's uh, the potato-related crimes unit. And that'll be playing at the Jumbotron at the Idaho Falls Showcase. You can see all the NCDC teams out there battling it out in Idaho Falls this December. That's going to be a fun one. Let's get to where we close each one of these podcasts, okay? We've talked to the Marshanock twins here. We're going to start with you two gentlemen. Is there is there any parting word, maybe for a scout watching from home, maybe for maybe for the family watching at home, maybe for the guys here, maybe just about yourselves, like any parting words to the folks? What do you want folks to close this thing out knowing about the Marshanock twins or maybe just saying hello to some folks out there? No, it's... Uh... I don't know, just for answering this question that like uh we trying uh, to I don't know just playing some hockey together, like I don't know. Just it's uh 
good experience for us this league. It's uh, improved on the league up. Uh, it's uh, every time it's fun. It's we uh, hard working every day. It's it's a good time for us right now. And, and that's the answer, right? Just trying to play hockey. We love that answer. That's the right it's answer. It's simple. When you look at this, like it, it is simple. That this game is it, at this level. It's about playing hockey, about working through the ladder. That cradle to college model that the USPHL, the NCDC have worked to put together here. It's happening in droves right now with you guys. I'll tell you what, gentlemen. The the English stellar. The work you've put in just to do that. I, for folks who have never gone to another country and had to assimilate in and learn a language and 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 exist in a new place and, and exist with a new family and the work you guys are doing gentlemen it is it is not going missed it is not unseen i i'm excited to watch what what's what's still to come from you guys i'm excited to watch you guys in the nhl ring one day while we're buzzing around the country in our crazy suits and, and, and watching you guys play so congratulations and everything you do and let's go to a guy who gets to coach you now alex gross is on time for his parting words this week no cup of coffee in hand, no leisure walk with Lucas. He's ready. Coach Gross, what do we got? I just wanted to say thank you guys for uh, putting this event on this call today. And uh, we hope to continue success as we go throughout the rest of the year. And this guy, you want to talk about gross hockey skills. You want to talk about a guy who's doing things behind the bench. You want to talk about a guy working in Potomac, working with GMU, a guy who knows someone who Lucas is, is significant other works with. And there's some pipelines there as well, some understanding, some knowing folks. Grossi, always one of our favorites, and just somebody who gets the game behind the bench. Another guy who gets the game behind the bench, who's gotten it on the ice, who's done it all. Coach Gratz, what do you got? Parting words for them. No, I'm just excited for for the boys that, to get their opportunity when they get up there. And uh, fans are in for a treat. I got to watch it for the last year and a bit. So it's uh, they're, they're going to get something special coming to them for sure. Now, RJ... We go to you, the the man, the myth, the the. Are, would you be the right hand man to Sean, or would be you'd be his left hand? Like, what? How does that relationship work? And then get to your parting words. Uh, can we be like the same hand? Same hand. Yes. So you guys are you're like the guy from uh, Best in Show, two left feet. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> no, we're uh, we're we we you know we both do very different things. Um, uh, and, but the, the bottom, the, the goal is, like I said before, is to try to just set the table for the coaches to be able to do what they do. Um, and then so that they can help these guys, you know, develop and advance and get to wherever they, they want to be when it comes to hockey, um, and, uh, try to give them a good experience and develop them as people while they're here as well. So, um, our coaches do a great job. Um, Sean and I try to do the best we can. Uh, and, you know, as a result, I think we are putting a pretty good product on the ice and we got a lot of good kids that are, you know, developing and moving on to other parts of hockey. So this is, this is two of them, but there's going to be a lot more. Now, RJ, if I'm a player who wants to play for Potomac one day, maybe, maybe next year, it's my year, maybe a little bit down the road, maybe I just want to learn more. What's the best way that I would do that? Uh, probably an email. Um, you can either email myself, Josh, Alex. Uh, it's always our first initial and our last name. And then at InnovativeSportsVA.com. Um, you can email any one of us. Contacts also on the website, PotomacPatriots.net under the Juniors tab. Um, and get your name out there quick. Get it on the radar. Um, you know, the way that it kind of works is we've we've found pretty quickly that the more success that you have the more players that want to play for you um so that's that's a good thing um but you know we already 
it's it's October and within the next month or two, we'll already have people starting to try to figure out what they want to do next year. Um, so, you know, give us an email, give us information um, and go from there. Absolutely love it. Now let's go to a man who has won the most handsome and well-dressed on the bench contest in Pueblo, two times running. Tyler Toonberg, or as we call him, Toons, your parting words. No, obviously, uh, and I, I think uh, Alex and, and Josh, you guys are headed out this way here at the end of November and going to get a good look at what we do. Dan, Lucas, you guys have been here. Uh, I got a speaker in our coach's room here that says Dan K show on the side, and I didn't write that. So uh, I'll have to get that back to you. But no, again, thanks for putting this together, boys. We're really excited to get uh, to get things going and to show you what we do. And, and I know our fans are into it as uh, I haven't seen it firsthand. But again, you, you look at the, the level of scale and the way that we play and the pace that these guys can provide for us. We're really excited for, um, you know, this group that we have right now and, and things to come here in the future. So again, for us here in Pueblo, like uh, all hands on deck. And, you know, I think one of the things that uh, that we're looking forward to is obviously that showcase there in, in December and getting into that facility and playing some, some good hockey here in front of some good scouts. So we're excited for that too. Grats and Grossi, when you head out there, Coors Bar, get yourself a slopper and a schooner. Got to do it. It's it's now a, a rite of passage when you enter into Pueblo. You got to learn something about the local culture there. It's also the home to professional bull riding. So you guys will have a chance to see some professional bull riding out there potentially. Maybe jump on one yourselves. To the Marshanock Twins, get ready. A live bull does enter the ice before each and every Pueblo Bulls home game. His name is Pueblo. You guys will get a chance to meet him. It's out of this world. It's unreal. These guys are putting country concerts on in the building now. Lucas, did you have any parting words? You, you never do. Do you have any today? You just gonna say I just that? I just oh, want to defend. I want to defend Coach Gross's honor here because he has been much <laughs> maligned for his stroll back to the bench. It was a lovely stroll. It, I, we had a great conversation, very professional. Guys locked in, okay? He knows exactly what his team needs, and his team needed him to grab a cup of coffee right there. We talked Crash about the game. Day. He gave me gave me a little insider information. He's got it. Uh -huh. Whatever you say, whatever you say, we will you, let it you slide leave him in. Alone. We'll reset instead of a minus five like Lucas is. Lucas, you're a dash five right now behind the, on the bench this year for interviews? Dash five. I'm technically five. two goals for seven against. That a babe, Lucas. Way to go. Lucas just an absolute... Just a terrible defenseman in more ways than one. Terrific on the blue line. You don't want him there. My quote of the day, it always goes with our guests, with our conversation. Today, a bunch of guests. We had the SEPTA box. We had seven different boxes going at the same time here on Zoom. This one's from Derek Jeter. You may have seen him on TV a few times in the past couple weeks, but there may be people who have more talent than you, but there's no excuse for anyone to work harder than you do, right? We can outwork everyone. We can have a ton of talent. We might not have as much, but we can always outwork the person next to us. The Marshanock Twins, you want to know how you find success, young hockey players around the country, around the world? You work like these two do, both on the ice and off the ice, with your teammates, with your organizations, with, your, with everybody you can possibly work with to get better. These guys, they talked about it, two to three hours in the gym a day, working out over the off season. These guys continue to do it all year long. We hear about them everywhere we go. So far, anywhere we've been in the country, one of the top three questions we are asked is, are they as good as advertised? My answer is better each and every time. And the same verbiage goes for these two organizations. The Pueblo Bulls, 
you run with the bulls, baby. Or if it's, I always tell people, if it's a live bull, you run from it. If it's like a real, if you're like, hey, is that, is that Tyler Thunberg, that a Pueblo bull? And then it's like an actual bull with horns. Turn around, start running. Okay, other direction. But if it's tunes, sign up, baby. The Pueblo Bulls, it's your place to play. The Potomac Patriots, watching not just the investment in time and money, but the investment in effort, the investment in the right people, the investment in regrowing this brand. RJ, Sean, Gratz, Grossi, everybody in Potomac, what a job by the Patriots. We're honored to work with two organizations like these ones. We love this partnership. It's the Come on, guys. The Potomac, the Pueblo Pipeline, it already has its own name. People are talking about it. People are talking about it. And if you are being talked about and you're snoring, we just won a golf tournament. I had a couple buddies stay over. My one buddy was snoring like a wildebeest. I could hear him three rooms over. I lost sleep for the night. I was miserable the next day. Football Sunday was tough to get through. You can stop snoring with just a sip. It's remasteredsleep.com. You go to Remastered Sleep. You put in Dan K. Show at checkout. It's the water bottle of your dreams. The thing strengthens the muscles that cause you to snore because they get lazy. Don't do it. Lucas used to snore. He was a trial member for Remastered Sleep. Guess what? It worked for him. He sleeps like a baby on the road now, and so can you. This show travels more than anybody else. We need the sleep. We're getting it now. RemasteredSleep.com. Pueblo Bulls run with the Bulls. Potomac Patriots. What else do you need to know? Absolute beauties. The Super Martianak Bros coming to a rink near you. Lucas, pretty beep, booty beep. Boop. Oh, it took him so long. He ruined it. See you later, folks. Thank you for listening to the most watched show in junior hockey, The Dan K Show, presented by the Pueblo Bulls. For more information about The Dan K Show, head to www.dankshow.com.